Psalm 65, for the lead player, a psalm, for David, a song. To you, silence is praise, God in Zion, and to you, a vow will be paid. O listener to prayer, unto you all flesh shall come. My deeds of mischief are too much for me, are crimes but you alone, but you atone. Happy whom you choose to draw close, he will dwell in your courts. May we be sated with your house's bounty, the holiness of your temple. With awesome acts justly you answer us, our rescuing God, refuge of all the earth's ends. For the far-flung sea, who sets mountains firm in his power, he is girded in might. Who quiets the roar of the seas, the roar of their waves, and the tumult of the nations? And those who dwell at earth's ends will fear your signs. The portals of morning and evening you gladden. You pay mine to the earth and soak it. You greatly enrich it. God's stream is filled with water. You you ready their grain, for so you ready it. Quench the thirst of its furrows. Smooth out its hillocks. Melt it with showers. Its growth you will bless. You crown your bountiful year. In your pathways drip ripeness. The wilderness meadows do drip. With joy the hills are girded. The pastures are clothed with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy. They even sing. Now, this is a psalm that is almost pure praise of God, and particularly God as a creator and um, and mediator over the earth. Uh, it doesn't have a lot of supplication, um, hardly any, and um, it's a it's a beautiful psalm. As often is the case when um, uh, Hebrew poets praised God, they praised His creation, uh, looking back to Genesis one and two, and um, praising the things that He did then, um, but also um, His work sustaining that creation. Um, so, for instance, it talks about how uh, God fills um, the fields with grain. He's the one that uh, clothes the hills uh, with with sheep. And so he's providing uh, ongoing creation, um, which is an idea that I think a lot of times we don't um, connect with. We have this idea, um, maybe it's even a Newtonian idea that uh, God set the world in motion and then sat back and let this machine play out the way it works. Uh, but that's not at all the way um, this uh, psalmist uh, sees the world. He sees God active at every step, all all throughout um, the process of ongoing creation. Um, oh, let's see. There's so many good um, bits in here. Uh, it's um, I want to pull out uh, that you might have missed uh, if you just listened to it, if you didn't uh, sit down and think about it a little bit. Um, the first one is uh, just to you, silence is praise. Which is a magnificent image. Um, the idea is that uh, perhaps even the words that we use are are totally insufficient, and and we'd be better off being quiet um, because our our praise is so inefficient or so insufficient. Um, but then he goes on and immediately uses a bunch of words. Uh, he calls God listener to prayer, which is a fantastic image too. Now, there's only one listener to prayer. Um, one who really, truly is listening to our prayers. Um, and then he 
admits that his misdeeds are too much, um, but is thankful um, because uh, God can atone for his crimes. Um, there's a bunch of imagery about how wonderful it is to be in God's temple uh, and the holiness of that um, and how it's a refuge. Uh, but but I think maybe well, to kind of jump towards the end, um, the idea that God is watering the earth and um, that that causes so many other um, things to be bountiful in the world. Uh, and then this imagery of um, basically a, a garment starts with your crown, your beautiful year, and your pathways drip righteousness. Um, the wilderness meadows uh, do drip, and with joy the hills are girded. The pastures are clothed with flocks, and the valleys are mantled with grain. They shout for joy, they even sing. Um, and that loops all the way back to the beginning where uh, the psalmist talks about how silence is praise. In this case, he's saying that even creation, the fact that we look at creation and we can see um, God's work, um, that's something that uh, is bringing glory and honor and praise to God. Um, and that's <laughs> that's certainly the case. I almost always feel closest to God when I'm uh, surrounded by um, by natural things, uh, things that only God could have created, um, things that are immense or intricate or um, beautifully designed. And I, I think um, only God could have done that. Only God. Uh, and it's not a machine that was set in motion. Um, although the more we learn about life, the more we learn about um, evolution and genetics, uh, the more it is true that there is a machine um, going on at, at all times. But um, uh, it feels so precarious. Life feels like if anything would, were to happen, any minor thing uh, would all fall apart. And, uh, and I believe that God is active at causing creation to happen, um, sustaining the genetic machine um, that runs uh, life on this planet. Um, all right. Well, happy 2021. A little bit late for my first one. But that's all right. My uh, children um, talked about the New Year's uh, revolutions they were going to have. And um, I think one of my revolutions is I'm going to continue um, recording the Psalm pod podcast, and I'm going to try to make it um, as frequent as I can, but I'm not going to worry if I miss a few days. Uh, and how many times am I going to say that before I actually believe it, before I'm actually okay with missing a few days myself? I don't know. Uh, that's the problem with setting out a promise that um, there was no way I was going to be able to keep. Um, but uh, I'll talk to you next time.